we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host. Matthew, and I could not be more excited for who we are about to talk to. I feel like we're in the presence of a master, of like a Bravo master mind, and I'm freaking out. I'm so excited today. Truly, this is episode two of Bravo Buddies. This is our new show where we bring on some of our favorite Bravo family members, I guess you could say, part of the Bravo-verse extended. And our guest today is a chart-topping Bravo podcast. Yes, I've been following. I've been very proud and excited of you. We had her on years ago back when we were Buttered Pop. Before we were even hot and bravo we were Buttered Pop, and we had her on, and she's incredible. The one, the only, Monty from Mixing with Monty. How you doing? Hi, Monty. Hi. Oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I was like, ooh, this looks like fun. I want to be in that. (laughs) We have been dying to have you on. We've been trying to figure out how to have guests for the longest time. We are not technologically advanced at all. So it's always been a a struggle and difficult to be like, how do we figure this out? And once we did, I was like, one of our first guests needs to be Moni because not only is she killing the game, she is, you are truly like, the most knowledgeable person about Bravo, I think you I've know seen everything. On the it is so <laughs> impressive. I and I thought Eddie and I were pretty well versed, and then after listening to a couple of your episodes, I'm like, oh my god, I completely forgot about that. And she pulled that out out of her hat, and like like without missing a beat. Unbelievable. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I truly don't know. Sometimes how much I know about Bravo surprises me. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> where did this come from? Like, it's so crazy. Like, really quick, I have Graves' disease. So, um, having like, like brain fog is like natural. Like, I forget everything in my real life. I don't know people's names. I'll never remember them. I don't try. Like, I don't know details, <laughs> anything else. I only know Bravo facts. It's weird. I won't forget those, but like, yeah, my fiance, the guy introduced you to that person yesterday. I'm like, don't recall. I <laughs> love that. That is amazing. You but only retain what's important. Due date? Yeah, got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy Cohen would be so happy and so proud. Truly. <laughs> well, for those who don't know you, I know I kind of gave you a little bit of an introduction, but. We want our listeners to know who you are, know why you started, know a little bit more about you. So if you want to give us a little bit of an introduction about you, how you started your podcast, who you are, what you do. I mean, you've done everything. You were even on Bitch Sesh, which I'm like, I girl, yes, love this. Girl, I screamed. I When I saw it, it was you on, I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud. This is amazing. Like, it's one of us. Yes. Thank you so much. That was truly like a dream come true because I listen to them every week. I don't know. I truly just tweeted, who does Brielle have to blow to get me on Bitch Sesh? And, you know, Danielle was kind enough to be like, well, she doesn't have to blow anyone. You can just come on. Oh, my god! you know, other people have, like, harassed them, I guess. And harass- they like to do those things. And I like to call it harass because it's like, it's like we can take back the word. It's fine. Like, they harass <laughs> them, Danny Pellegrino. They're like, hey, you need to have this person on. You just do. Like, Monty is great. And I'm like, oh, thank you. A lot of pressure. Um, but I pretty much started because I have 
you know, from a person of color's perspective, I'm, I'm usually immersed into two separate worlds. Bravo is not typically skewed to my audience, my community until Atlanta. And that was one until Potomac. That's years of a gap, right? Absolutely. And then yeah. I have like the entire, like what is like literally the black culture and things that happen in our blogs. Like, you know, Atlanta's always talking about the blogs, the blogs, the blogs. And they don't mean the E! News and Daily Mail because they won't pick up those stories. They don't mm-hmm. talk about us, yeah. unfortunately, even still. Um, we're talking about like the Shade Room and Hollywood Unlocked and like Bossup and things like that, that my community stays really tapped into. So I always found myself at a crossroads of both until one fateful day where... Everything changed and my two worlds collided and that was called Fofty Gate. And so you have Lala and Rand on Vanderpump Rules, which was like at that time, like my everything. I loved everything Vanderpump Rules. And then you have 50 Cent, who is this creator of power, which is like the show in the black community. That, especially mm-hmm. when it first started, that was the show. We had power parties. We're all going to our own bars and stuff. Like, we're there all night. Like, it's a big deal. So neither side, it felt like, was reporting it correctly. Like, the shade room was like, oh, one of his associates. I'm like, that's not one of his associates, girl. This is a big <laughs> no, deal. No, Like, this is like, the, he ran things in 50s coming to his wedding. Like, yes. long, like, this is a big deal. He's watching Vanderpump Rules. The entirety of the, the scandal started with 50 Cent watching a scene of, Van, of Vanderpump Rules where Lala is telling Stassi that she gave Rand a blowjob on the first date and got a range over the next day. And she got to quit her job, all that shit. And I'm like, this is a big deal. People need to be talking about this. Absolutely. And luckily, people have been interested in knowing how sometimes these worlds collide and where like all these different things come from. Because that that world of entertainment in Hollywood is actually really small. So it actually really sucks that so much of us is like divided amongst it mm-hmm. and so segregated because it's pretty much all the same shit. So Absolutely. when you do that, you tap into it. Well, and it's so crazy because Real Housewives of Atlanta is the most watched of the Housewives franchises. Yeah. And it doesn't get the credit that it so rightly deserves. So I'm... I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's also, the funniest. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Consistently, it's the franchise that even if nothing quote-unquote eventful happens in the episode, you are engaged and thoroughly entertained in the yes. entire 60 minutes that you're watching. Yes, and the reunions are such a staple now because people are like, oh, why did they get three episodes or three parts and like Dallas did it? It's like, because girl, nothing, you don't care about Dallas. I know you don't. No one cares about Dallas. No one cares about Dallas. Nobody cares about Dallas. Dallas doesn't even care about Dallas. But like, (laughs) the reunions of Atlanta are like an event. Like, they are so much more spectacular. 90% of Nene's greatest hits come from the reunion. Yeah. So we care about those because we want to see them. We don't care about the season. We care about them, like their comebacks and mm-hmm. who, like whose titties going to pop out of the dress. Like we care about that. <laughs> and so that's why it's the most watched because they tapped into both worlds and that's important. I mean, my favorite moment from the reunion this season was when Drew held prayer before she spoke about. Oh my God. <laughs> Mine was the when thing. Andy was trying to, um, communicate to LaToya that she caused a ripple in the profit community. I was like, what does that even <laughs> mean? It sounded so ridiculous. I could not help but cackle. <laughs> well, 
Well, we need to talk about Atlanta because big things have happened in Atlanta post the season. And I want to get your thoughts because I feel like you will have the complete tea and knowledge about what's going on with Portia and Simon. This is the most heartbreaking time to be a Portia stan. I recently was talking (laughs) to, well, I was doing a summer house panel with some, some amazing podcasters and um, one of them being Chelsea from Ono Bravo. She was like, you know what you need to do? Don't have a favorite stand. No one have a top five, Mm. but have a starting five lineup. So that way you can bench them when they're misbehaving and swap them out. And then they can come back and restart again. And I'm like, I'm going to have to because I never thought Portia would betray me. Like, this was a betrayal. But then people have pointed out, like, her taste in men has always been trash. Like, it's never been great. So I'm not surprised that she got with a man who's not even legally divorced. I think his, like, divorce hearing is in November. Like That's he, what Fallon said. And that yeah. happens... That that happens when you file and then pull it because you're still in love and then you get Portia and now you're out of love and filing again. Like, <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in her. And uh, you know what? What makes it worse is that, like, how do you have a whole engagement announcement where your entire announcement is, like, an explanation of why? Yes. Yeah. Like, you have to establish distance between you and the almost ex-wife. Though we saw you have parties with each other so even if it was just for the show girl she threw a whole pool party for you like that doesn't make any sense you had a relationship it's weird like but to spend your entire post saying like i'm not friends with his ex-wife this only happened a month ago nobody was cheating here are the facts i'm like then girl it might if thou doth protest too much that's exactly Exactly. what i said and i I, you have to think that their first connection was probably at that pool party that we all saw on camera like even oh, if yeah. she saw the backyard and said, "I would love it here." Yeah, <laughs> and I think you're so right. Like, this house looks really nice. Portia is one of my favorites, if not like my favorite housewife uh, over the past re- most recent years. But I think I have to venture just momentarily until we get more information because I'm I'm nervous for her. You know, because I I don't I know didn't what to love do. Dennis. I didn't love their relationship. I think they made you know la- lemonade out of lemons, and I think that. Uh, baby PJ is amazing, but I didn't think it could get worse. And I'm, I think it's getting worse. Yeah, I think so too. And she actually really wanted it to work with Dennis. That's the crazy part. It was Dennis that was like slowing it down, slowing it down and messing up. And I'm like, oh my God, has she always been this trash at picking life partners? And I've just (laughs) never noticed. I'm really bad at picking. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. She can't. Okay, the question is, there are rumors, and I saw the photo of her in that, that red jumpsuit at the gym, so I don't know uh-huh. if I believe it anymore. Do we think she might be pregnant with Simon's baby? I still do. I don't know if it's Simon's baby, though. For some reason, I don't think it might be his. I think, if anything, it might be Dennis's, and that's why she was saying, you know, he's all about co-parenting. She's never been secret about saying she wants one baby's father. That's it. She wants one mm. man for the father of her children, which I totally get. It is a huge stereotype. She wants to break it, but she's also a very Christian Southern black woman. So in her mind, she is nothing until she is married. Her mom is like, get married, get married, get married. You can have everything, but unless you have a man, you have nothing. So I think she found a man who likes to save women who are in this predicament because he did the same thing to Fallon. Fallon's children are not his, but... 
she was pretty much saved. He like met her when she was like either it was a new baby or pregnant. And he's like, I will take care of you. He likes to be a savior. It feels like he likes to be that person to step in. Uh, and if she is pregnant, I think that's why it is. I, I, I still believe in my heart of hearts that she's trolling for some reason. <laughs> I just don't want to believe that this is true. But I also don't think she's so stupid or not that she's stupid, but like she would be stupid enough to do a TikTok and like in the beginning caress her stomach yes the whole of the stomach like you can edit those i'd be like do it again (laughs) she's smarter than that so much smarter than that i think think she's kind of hinting at something i don't i don't think she's trolling i think she i think she I think she is pregnant. I have to say, I, I think, think so too. And even when I looked at that red jumpsuit, it looked like it might have been photoshopped a little. But then I was like, no, that could just be the curve of the treadmill. Oh, arm. honey, it's called post dated. You post dated that. <laughs> I mean, look, Kylie Jenner did it. Kylie Jenner went a whole year without being pregnant, without being pregnant to us, and was pregnant to her. She post dated yeah. everything. She was taking hella pictures That's so as true. if no one knew anything was wrong. And you wouldn't expect anything different from an influencer of that nature because all their pictures are beautiful and professionally done and retouched and stuff. So it would make sense that she does multiple photo shoots in a day. Who's to say Portia didn't do the same thing? That's so true. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see because I'm like Andy. I'm so excited to see how this plays out. I think this is the craziest story. Atlanta is really gonna be wild next season i think with this story if she comes back oh okay so this is what we want to talk about next we want to do final thoughts of the season of atlanta and if you think the cast is really going to switch up a lot next season and if so who you think is going to come back and who isn't and also who do you want to come back and who do you want to see take a hike um i would like to see and this is an unpopular opinion i would actually like to see drew come back i think that drew could do good i think she's desperate enough that this works for her but also (laughs) her life is controversial enough but not too much to where we can't understand her like you know what i mean like it's not offensive to us it's only like oh girl why are you with that but like there's enough complexity there it kind of gives me it's reminiscent of jennifer aiden's first season it really is yes jen is running through 16 bathrooms and she's rude to everyone and no one likes her but then she goes home and there's complexity there like bill aiden yes. was not the man that he is now on this first season no, absolutely absolutely not. and i see a little bit of complexity there with ralph because if anything he is maybe awful as a husband but he is a good stepdad mm-hmm. like this yes. little boy feels safe and secure with this man. And he's the only one who's making it, who's putting the brakes on it. Because Drew's like, well, I'm being pressured by your dad. And she's calling him old daddy. And Ralph is like, hey, buddy, this is about you and whatever you want. It'll be fun for you. And I really appreciate that about him. I'm like, oh, this is why she married him. Um, I do believe if they do not offer Fallon at least at least a Marlo style friend up. They've done it wrong. I don't care if you risk Portia. Mm, yes. Give this girl a peach because she's cheaper. One. She'll do it for half of Portia's salary. 400k. <laughs> easy. She'll do it for half. <laughs> and I want the timeline from her ears because we've already gotten it from Portia and Portia got a spinoff. So she doesn't need to come here. She has no. a spinoff. The man is reportedly worth $40 million, all these things. She doesn't need to be on the show anymore. So I think Kenya, who has been parading around, asking everybody to give Fallon a chance, when they became friends, I don't know, but I want to see it on TV. So I think we keep Kenya. 
Because we have to have a villain. We keep Candy because she's rich and we just need Candy's energy there. We, we gotta we get rid of Cynthia. Candy. It's over. It's done. Thank it's so you. Done. Her story care. is wrapped up in a bow. She got the man. She's good done. to go. You don't, I don't need a beta with no alpha. It's weird. It looks so get rid of her. And we have Drew, Fallon, Kenya. If Portia comes back, great. Give Marlo an offer. She can't refuse. Allegedly, it's because she won't talk about her career in sex work in the past or her her boyfriends or his money or anything. And I'm like, that's fine. Marlo's, Marlo's giving you so much. Let it the fuck go. Like, if you will let yeah, just people... Let it go. I've seen them. They're letting Erica basically edit herself and Kyle edit herself. Like, let Marlo just be on there without talking about anything else. I want to see the mom tea of it all. I want to see her at home with the two boys and I want to see her be messy with the girls. That's what I want. Yes. I, I want to see the, the, the mom tea. I think that is like, I love her being that mother figure to her nephews. And mm-hmm. I think that relationship, all of her posts on Instagram and everything. I'm always like, she seems like such a fun mom and like she seems incredible and she treats those boys so well i want to yeah i want her to talk more about that too like what it's like to have a family and a sister who was really going through a lot of mental health things that the boys even had to witness that and knew to call her like this is a lot for her to take on and she didn't even hesitate i think she deserves i really do i agree all right speaking of people that are probably going to get fired or shows that might not even come back we need your final thoughts (laughs) on dallas (laughs) uh why there were even I, two parts to this reunion is beyond us, but anyway, continue. <laughs> I I truly don't know. I don't know. I what we do know is that even though ratings mean nothing, like they they're bad and they they don't care because Dallas and Summerhouse pretty much get the same ratings and Summerhouse is even cheaper to oh yeah, people really think the Summerhouse is like in the mills. Oh, it's like barely five. Like barely wow. at five hundred K live. The girls aren't watching it. I mean, even I binged it, so it's yeah. like they're yeah. just it's not destination television. You'd be surprised how many of them are actually falling and flailing around. So Dallas being low, it's not too low to where they would need to cancel it. Like chat room got renewed and they're like barely at 300,000 so they'll, they'll bring nobody's watching Dallas. chat room <laughs> and exactly like I just think that the second part was so gross and disgusting they really don't need it back I, sadly they will bring it back I don't know how they're going to be I, people want cam fired weirdly I don't because I'd rather this show just tank itself like I'd rather mm-hmm. it be OC and you don't listen to, to people and then boom, it just kind of, nobody wants to watch it because how are you going to fire Cam and not Brandy? It doesn't make sense. They're literally in trouble for the same crime. Like they both yes. did the same thing. So I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me. Like why, you know, it even was two parts because the second part was so abhorrent. Cam's obsession with getting canceled was like weird. And it's weird that she thought that Tiffany could absolve her of that in that moment. Yes. If she didn't go months before on Watch What Happens Live and make the Thailand comment. Yeah, that the Thai the Thai sex Girl. worker comment that was insane, and it was like, do you not realize your own actions and how you're doing this to yourself? And you think that Tiffany's just gonna wave her wand and be like, well, since I said that you're okay at this reunion, you'll be fine. Like it doesn't work like yes. that. You've made these decisions and these statements, girl. And you don't get to go from like apologizing to then bullying and doubling down on the racism. That's actually genuinely not how apologies work. No. Like it's and so I, bad. And I was saying that I would have loved to see maybe like a Mary to Medicine Dallas and go more into Tiffany's world. But then he, after hearing that her whole community, uh, both at work and at home, don't really want her on the show, I was like, well, I don't know if that's 
a possibility anymore. The only two that I really would want to keep would be Deandra and Tiffany. And although I understand keeping Cam because like, to a certain extent, like we kind of want to make sure that this is all out in the open, that people see the kind of people that are still walking around and behaving this way. Like we need to put like a light on it and show everyone like, this is not how you behave. This is not how you go about the world. Like this is mm-hmm. not okay behavior at all. It's giving me Marchese energy and I don't love it. Yes. It's just giving me oh, it's wow. like my wife husband duo of hate. Like it's just really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like family inclusive. I think but I mean overall, I also just don't think any of them are that interesting to be given this many passes. Like Stephanie and her complicity, she can go. Uh, Randy and her mm-hmm. racism, she can go. Cam can go. Carrie and her internalized racism, she can go. Like they all can go. Yes. It's yeah. so sad. Yes. And you know what? I say your only bet at saving Dallas is to go back to the archives, there was a little channel called Style Network that I used to frequent. And Style Network had very many shows, better than these for sure. And it's on the Bravo app. People can go watch right now. Dallas Stevens and Daughters Texas? and Big Rich Texas had the best cast ever. You go to those. Yes. NBC owns that network. They owned it. So go into them both and pick the files out and get those women. Like there was one on Dallas Stevens and Daughters. She was a mix of Leanne, but toned down in the racism. Like she's a blonde woman who had like a, she thought her husband was hot Latin lover and and never stopped letting us know that, but she didn't make it uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. she was rich through $50,000 party for her backyard. Like she's that kind of rich. Heidi Dillon was on one of these shows like for a minute, like go into these. If they would say yes to style network, they'll say yes to Bravo. Yes. No. In a moment, they would jump on Bravo. The yes. jump from Style Network to Bravo is like, you really upgraded here. Oh yes. my gosh. I haven't watched Big Ridge, Texas in forever. And now I want to go Do back it. and watch that show. I used to Everyone watch that Everyone go watch that ago. and Dallas Divas and Daughters. There is a lovely woman on there. Her daughter's name is Chanel and she cried in a parking lot because her mom oh. was going to give her a BMW and not a Range Rover. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This is where we need to head. For OC and for Dallas, we need a complete wipe of the of who's on it right now yeah. and get a fresh blood. Can I tell around. you? Yes. Can I tell you, OC, it's looking like a wipe. It's looking <sighs> like a wipe or wipe adjacent. We might do a wipe with some streaks. Like there might be some leftover, but the show is coming back, allegedly, but not allegedly. It's coming back. They still have not handed out contracts. They still are letting it breathe, wow. allegedly. I'm thrilled. And they are testing some people. And um, it's some people that I think would be good, but it's just not enough. They're very much so more concerned about what to do with the current cast than anything else. When you have, I... you, you have Beverly Hills and you have Salt Lake City and you have New York that are doing well and hit the demographic already. Like we, I don't think we would, I would love to see if they could really pull off a wipe and a fresh blood, new, new franchises in both cities, but if they can't fine or go to Austin or go to, you know, pick different cities, San Francisco, San Francisco. Like we don't need to stay There's in lots County. of money there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the new tech money. Go- it'd be crazy. Exactly. But if you did stay in Orange County, go to Newport Beach and get them from the beach. Go to the coast, find the most teased hair you've ever seen, and go there. Let's get out of Laguna. Let's get out of Irvine. Let's get out of, like, you know. Out of Irvine. No one wants to to be in Irvine. 
Yes. Let's go back behind the gates or something. And now, and as New as Jersey we- comes to a close, what are your final thoughts on New Jersey? How did you like the season? Do you want to see? Oh, any I thought the season was great. No, what do you think I about like Louis? it. I actually, I I don't I don't like him. He is bad. <laughs> that is bad. And you know what's worse is that of course it's Teresa. Like it, the, sto- the origin story is where they lost me. She's like, I'm going for a walk. And he waves at me and I wave back. I'm like, oh, he's cute. Teresa, you are literally the most recognizable person in New Jersey. <laughs> there is not a soul in New Jersey that doesn't know who you are. Even if they've never watched this show, they fucking know Teresa Judice yes. Judice. You went to jail. They know you. You were on yeah. the news news. Okay. So he knew who she was. He targeted her, and I'm really annoyed by it. And now the, to hear that she hasn't even sold her house, but she bought another property with him, yeah. and they're going to manage it together. What do you mean manage a pro- What do you mean? What do you mean manage a house? How do you manage a house? Either you live in it or you don't. <laughs> Those who do not <laughs> learn from the past a, uh, are doomed to repeat it. I swear she's gonna right, like, the are you going to repeat the same mistakes. Are you going to make it a venue like Caroline? Like you're going to be like the the, the brownstone? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Like, what are you doing? What is the plan? Why did you put millions of dollars down with no plan? She has no plan. That's her plan is Teresa has nothing going on in her brain at any moment in time. It's just, she's like one of those dolls that you wind up and it just goes all day. And then it powers down at the end of the evening. The only one with brains in that family is Gia. That's all I got to say. Yeah. But you know what? I do. I did like the season. I actually thought it was very good, even for a COVID season. It's mainly funny because um, I didn't feel COVID at all in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did not exist. They were having a great ass time. They had parties and everything. But I liked it all. I liked every storyline. I think Jennifer Aiden is the new queen of New Jersey. I think that there yeah. is Agreed. something Agreed. there that is extraordinary. Her kids are the new Jude H. kids. They mm-hmm. are. Full of personality. First of all, loved Gabby last season. I was like, oh, Gabby all the way. Who do you need me to beat up? I'm coming to the damn school. Now, Olivia? Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Olivia. She's a star. We stan Olivia. Did you we see that Instagram post where she's like her Michael standing? Kors shoes. <laughs> she said, thanks, they're Michael Kors. Now, that is what you do. You're being taught correctly. I like Bill. I like Jen. He gave her... You know what? Bill won me over. Not when he gave her a diamond for a half a care for every year they've been together, which whew, he must have done a lot of good surgeries in 2020. Yes. But yeah. mainly when he drunkenly told Joe, what you do is you listen to them. That's what I learned. Just listen and everything's good. I was like, this is a man that's this is why he has an MD. This is why he's a doctor. Yes. He is a smart man. OK, because. He listened. She the first things out of Jen's mouth was, "I always wanted a yellow diamond," and that's guess what? He just solidified eighteen more years. Easy. She's going nowhere. She's in the house. Oh. She's happy as a clam. She's taking care of his kids and everything. Why? Because he listened. Yeah. Now she's happy. That's how you keep your life together. You have a happy wife. He supports her. He literally shows up with the Ferrari, takes her home when she drinks too much, and he lets her <laughs> drink too much because she's taking care of five kids all day at Zoom school. Ew. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we all need a Bill Aiden. I need a Bill Aiden. I truly do. I feel like that man will save me. All right. Well, we have two shows. New York just started and Beverly Hills is starting on Wednesday this week. So I want to know what you think is going to happen. I know you're a fan of both. So like, let me know, like, what do you think about New York starting right now? How do you feel about it? And Beverly Hills, are you excited for this season? Do you think it's going to flop again? What's your, what's your vibe? 
Um, it's, I think, okay, so what's interesting is that Beverly Hills only flops to us in the echo chamber. Like, us mm-hmm. who are like, oh, God, we hate it because we want more. We And it's mainly because we watch seasons one through five on a random Saturday when we have nothing else to do. After yeah. brunch, we come home and we're hungover and we're watching Beverly Hills season two. Other yes. people don't do that, I'm hearing. So, <laughs> it's just us in the echo we're rare chamber. Breed. <laughs> All making memes about it, and that's why it's flopping to us. To the 1.4 to 1.6 million people who watch it live, it's not flopping. Yeah. It's now the highest mm. rated show. New, But New York, which is so funny because in the echo chamber, New York is everyone's favorite. Everyone loves New York. New York, New York, New York. And I made a lot of waves when I said New York is Vera Bradley. It is the reliable brand you go to two times a year during the holiday season. You love it. You'll spend racks on it. You'll get one for everyone in the family. So much. But it is not destination purchase. It is not, I'm saving up my coins and I'm so excited to go to the mall and I'm going to pick up an outfit and I'm going to go to Gucci and buy this bag. That's not what people are doing. It is so low in the ratings. I've never seen anything like it. For as many people I have on my show that is like, New York is the best. It's my favorite. It's my savior. It's home to me. But people leave their houses. It can be home to you, but we still want to go outside. We're not at home. (laughs) We don't want to be there. It dropped 50,000 ratings in live viewership from episode one to episode two. Wow. That's a lot. Really? That's a lot. Yes. It went from like 935 live to like 870. Wow. In one week. And it's down about 100,000 from the year before. Ooh. It's bad. And you want to know something? As much as it's like home to us, we cannot let them get away with complicity. Okay, mm-hmm. they're being complicit in each other's bad behavior and they're being yes. complacent and they're not growing. How many years are we going to watch Sonya try to sell this damn townhouse? Or, or obsessed <laughs> over her marriage that ended 15 years ago. I love her. She's but like, been mourning she... it longer than she was married. Yes, Three times 100%. as long as she was married. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... Honestly, give Sonia a spinoff with Josh Flagg and I'd be happier. Like, that's what I need yes. to see. Did you see all that going down? Yes. Yes, of course. It was so much funny. Like, Sonia's so crazy, but I want to see that. Like, give me that. Like, it mm-hmm. does. It's just hard. And it's, you know what the draw is it? The draw isn't Sonia, who we know is probably next to Leah, the only ex- ex- inclusive inviting one in the group going look at my diverse fish do you see them i include everyone because i have fish (laughs) it's like sonia like it's playful (laughs) but like to the average viewer who doesn't know sonia and this is not destination television for them they just wanted to pop in and see what was going on they're turning it off and they're not turning it back on yeah it's only us like i am very excited for my I know. I just think that Beverly Hills is going to do better in their premiere. I wouldn't be surprised if they almost double the ratings of, of, of New York. I think they're going to do great. People really want to know what's going on with Erica Jane. It's been all over the press and everything. And to us, it won't be enough. No matter what she says, it won't be enough. But to the yeah. average viewer who's only seen it on Good Morning America and like The View, they're going to think it's everything. Yes. They're going to be like, oh, she's got it. Oh my God. And they're going to watch for that. And I think... I think it'll be a good season. I really do. I, 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 did y'all see that sneak peek with Garcelle and Renna already? Yeah. Well, who was she talking about that she was? Oh, um, she was kind to. 
No, so like Rena was talking about how she thinks that she is the C word. She was like, I am. It's me. Sometimes I can be a bit that. And Garcelle goes famously, who well, I'm not going to disagree with you. And I was <sighs> like, oh. <sighs> oh. Oh, we love Garcelle. Garcelle brings it. When she's in those like one-on-one moments with the ladies yes. or really when she shines, when she can just like totally like destroy them with one word or just a look. It's amazing. I think... If Garcelle didn't understand the assignment last season, she has gone home, she has studied, and she is back to retake this test. I think she's going to do fabulously. I really do. I think she's in it. She's in it now. And she's looking at Erica like, I think you're lying. She's looking at Rena like, okay, so why are you back here? Like, she's not here <laughs> to play with these girls, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm very excited as well. Well, speaking of... Uh, Beverly Hills adjacent. We have to talk Vanderpump Rules because everything is happening right now with Vanderpump Rules. Oh! They are filming. We had an engagement. We have babies. I want to talk to you about Vanderpump Rules because I had to say, I when I saw that James and Raquel got engaged this weekend mm-hmm. and he did a full Rachella for her, I was like, my little heart. I loved it. I <laughs> love so them. I've, it's so cute. I've really grown on James. I used to hate James more than anything in the entire world. And now I would I would die for James and Raquel. I think they are the perfect couple. Well, I think we were all worried about what is Vanderpump Rules going to look like with all of the cash shakeups as justified as they were. Like, what? who will come back and what would it look like? And just seeing the little sneak peeks we've gotten and, and hearing about what they're doing, like, as the show is filming, I think we have something. I think the fall comes around and we're going to have a show to watch. I think so, too. I'm a bit worried what we look like without Jax, not because I want him to be able to run his mouth. I don't love it when he runs his mouth. But, like, when he, especially when he's going after, like, viewers. Like, he's talking about, he's being biphobic and he's being a little racist and all the other folks. Like, that isn't great. I've, I've said before, I just like when the people on these shows only attack those who signed up for it and not yes. me at home yeah. and I didn't ask for it. Like, I'm not getting yes. paid for this. Please don't come for me. Like, <laughs> stay where you are. But, like, with him going against Tom, like, Sandoval, their relationship has always been so fascinating to me because Sandoval always wants him to just be nice to him. It's very weird. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, but I want to see it, like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am very into a Katie with no Stassi, but I liked it better when Katie had no Stassi but Stassi was around. That's when I cared about that. Now without her, it's really just going to feel like Katie has to do what she has to do to fit, like to fit in in multiple places. And I'd like to see Lala and Sheena get along. I think motherhood will bond them because if they Mm -hmm. don't get along, it's going to really like make me feel really uncomfortable. Like, and not that they have to be, but like they're the only two babies on the show right now. So they're the only two ones that I would want to see. And in order for me to see them, they need to hang out. So I need them to hang out. But I'm actually really excited. I gave up on Vanderpump Rules last season. I stopped watching when Ariana had her, like, nervous breakdown. It just didn't. And then Lisa Vanderpump told her to go back to Sir and be a bartender. Unreal. I was like, this is not comprehensive advice. I don't love this. <laughs> so I genuinely wanted... It to it to be different and now i'm back in i i feel like i'll it'll be really exciting i always rooted for james ever since that reunion where they were all against him like two or three seasons ago when everyone was against him and he was fighting the entire room i was yes. like 
this kid has been through something for this to be like most people would crumble like hannah on summer house everybody's yelling at her she's crying james is like yes. well f you and f you too and <laughs> yeah. f your mom like he is going nuts and it's because he was hurt and i was like i like james and it's not fair that they're all doing this to him and you want to know something like within seconds they all saw the internet everyone was on james's side and they all changed their tune and now everyone's team james and i'm like oh okay so they don't care they're not loyal i just think that as much as I really was glad that Jax and Brittany were fired and that Stassi was fired and Kristen was fired, very yes. happy for firing because I'm like, you have a backbone. That's great. I do feel like it's <laughs> going to be weird without them because we've seen it for so long and some of the best moments of this show were with all of them in it. However, we're just not in that place anymore. We aren't in that those glory days of Vanderpump Rules. It got really dark yeah. and really bad and... You know, I, I, I'm curious to see what happens. Um, I'm excited for Vanderpump Rules. I, I actually am really excited to watch it. I think Sheena looks fucking phenomenal. I, mean, I am in oh. love Motherhood agrees with, with her, her so well. Oh, her and curves? Like, who knew? Like, she was always cute. But her and these curves, honey, and she is out here wearing mm-hmm. the bandos and the tiny body con dresses. Like, okay, I am mother, hear me roar. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yes own it i love it i'm very happy for her she finally has a man he does more for her than just hang tvs he gets her pregnant and like loves her <laughs> i think we'll so finally perfect, see so. some justice for sheena we've all been screaming justice for sheena for a while now i think oh, we're, always yeah, I think we're gonna get a little bit this year i'm excited and for I'm that ex- and I'm excited for the new girl charlie to like have a new second season i think she's yes. gonna come in strong mm-hmm. She owned Jax at the reunion last year. I did see that. She was like, he's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, okay. Love that. And she was right. He is irrelevant. He, uh, and where is he now? Fired. That's Mm -hmm. all we got to (laughs) say. Yeah, begging for HGTV to give him a contract with using like, they're promotional mugs. Like, girl, you were never going to happen. Never going to happen. No. So embarrassing. Honey. So embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. So, Moni, we know that a big yes. event is coming up for you. It is the event ah. of the century. <laughs> this damn wedding. Congratulations! <laughs> yes! Uh, thank you so much. Hashtag this damn wedding because uh, that I very much so want. I've said it many times. Yes. I do want it. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. But it is this damn wedding because it's such an eye roll. Like, <laughs> everything I gotta do. People want all this money. I'm like, girl, what? For cake? Okay. All right. And then, like, you know, the waistline got to come in. And I'm trying to buy dresses. And they're like, okay, well, you can't change your weight from this time to this time. But you got to buy a dress between this date and this date. I'm like, y'all want a lot from me. Okay. So, hashtag this damn wedding because it's giving me a lot of anxiety. And it's, like, really stressful. But it's super fun. And I also would, like, never trade anything else. I want to do it forever. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're so we're so happy for you, but we want to play Thank we want to play a game with this wedding because we know Ooh. if you could, you would have all the Bravo celebrities at your wedding. It would be a star-studded event. So we're going to oh, play yeah. a little game called Married with Monty. And this yes. game is is we are going to give you we're going to go through the different you know, franchises and different shows and I'm going to give you two people and you have to let me know of the two which one you would invite to the wedding. Okay. Okay. Do you think you could do this? And you can you can just do it rapid fire. If you want to comment on it, if you feel like you need to defend your choice in any way, you're more than welcome to. The floor but is I'm, yours. We're gonna okay. go through the list. Okay. Let's okay. do it. So we're gonna start with Potomac. Okay. 
Oh, so my first favorite. One, ah. Yes, that's why I had to start with it. And I, my first question is, Giselle or Robin? <gasps> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, would, it would have to be Robin because I don't think she would start anything at the wedding. Mm. Although I do love Giselle the most, and I like to have them both there because I think they balance each other out. Robin, at least I know, would just be chill. Like, she would come maybe even a little late and, like, she would just dance and be cool. You know what I mean? You get a hat. Yes. might talk to people too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice little wedding gift. Okay, this one is a little bit controversial. Monique or Candace? Oh, boy. <gasps> that is... Oh, that is tough. Um, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> This is in no way reflection of how I actually felt about the fight. I've spoken at nauseam how I felt about that fight. But probably, though I agree with none of her individual, like, actual politics and how her thinking, probably Monique. Simply because I just think she is very cool. And I don't want Candace to try to sing. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. No. She would try. But no. I, I like her. I like both of them. I've never disliked anyone on the Potomac cast. I like them all. I think they all play their jobs very, very, very well. I just think Monique, for some reason, I would want her there. She would kind of like be cool and classy, but like really fun at the same time. And I think she'd give me a very nice gift. And I'm not trying to count people's pockets. Very nice gift. I just know that Monique's pockets would go a bit deeper than Candace's. <laughs> That's all I'm Candace's saying. Candace's gift would be a song. She would be like, this is my gift to you. Exactly. And, break <laughs> and Monique would not try to upstage me in any way. She would just be beautiful and give me a nice check or something. And I met her in person and she's gorgeous and very nice. Like, she remember she was very nice she remembered me like she's so so sweet so i don't agree with the politics and i'm not into like the fight i'm team the table but in for the wedding monique can come yes good choice okay matthew do you want to do beverly hills yeah so beverly hills uh with the first pair erica jane <laughs> or lisa renna oh if i go by the same logic of who has more money it's definitely not erica right now but uh, yeah. <laughs> I would I would pick Erica because I like her outfits. I think she would really snazz it up, and she was and, and I feel like I would even invite her like into like like my dressing room or something, so she could like I don't know glamify me a bit. She might even like gift me her glam squad. Like Rena, oh. I just don't love. I don't don't really get it. Like I think she's a great pot star, but do I want that at the wedding? No. So. Yeah, you don't want a producer like trying to manipulate shit at your wedding. No, 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 no. no. Oh, right, exactly. And then the second pair, Kyle. Or LVP? LVP. I hate Kyle. Oh, like, my, that's oh my it. Gosh, I don't like her. I Maybe because I identify with her and that's some self-hate there because most tourists <laughs> do that. We don't like we don't like anyone that like reminds us of us. But I just find her really, really to be pretentious and she laughs a little too much like she's like it's fake. I don't get it. And I always liked LVP. As problematic as she can be, I find her fascinating. Her very first opening line of the very first episode of Beverly Hills was literally that she doesn't fuck her husband. Except for birthdays and Christmases. Not hers because that's another day off. Like, <laughs> come on. And you know her gift would be incredible. It would be great. I mean, it would probably be something like Vanderpump branded, but like, it's fine. I don't care. That's I fine. find her to be fascinating. Like, I really, really like her energy as a housewife. And that's what I would want. That's 
totally fair. We love that. Um, I'll move on. Can I move on and do New York, Eddie? Of course. Okay, fabulous. So we've got three different pairs here. Um, so Ooh. the first one is Sonia or Luann. Oh, that's that's actually not that tough because I do love Sonia, but she's a bit unhinged. Like watching her with Josh Flag, that is that sounds like I'm not getting my deposit back. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Luann because I at least know. The only thing she would try to destroy is like the 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 reception and try to sing too. But she would be so classy, like so like I'm so classy that she wouldn't do anything to disrupt the environment or the atmosphere. Yeah, mm. I agree. The second pair is Ramona Singer or we'll throw back Kelly Clore and Ben Simone. Oh boy. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It's tough. It's really <laughs> tough. That is tough, which crazy. I don't think Ramona would come to mind, so I'm going to say Ramona. (laughs) I just don't think she'd come. I think she would see my black gay ass on that save the day and be like, oh, no, and then be like, oh, no. But she might send a gift because she forgot or something. Like, you know, they said, like, send it to all the British people that you know. They just, like, send a nice gift. Yeah, that, but no, I don't think she'd come. But Kelly, I think, would come, and she would be a lot. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And then Too the final much. one is Bethany Frankel or Jill Zarin. Um, I used to absolutely adore Bethany. I like her as a housewife, not so much as an individual. So it would probably be Jill Zarin just because for my Patreon, I just rewatched the first episode of New York of like ever. And Jill was really endearing. Like I really found her I miss her, to be her so endearing. much. I wish she would come back. I want them to bring yeah. her and Dorinda back next season already and we haven't even gotten I hear it's yet. because like Andy just doesn't love Jill like it's yeah. so it's gonna be tough I don't know why I wish that he would get over it because she filmed last season she filmed something she played tennis with Ramona and they completely just out no nope, not there and that would have been such a good full circle moment because actually in the very first episode her arch nemesis in tennis was Ramona yeah that was like a thing so for them to be playing now as friends would be a really cute full circle moment but they are like girl we don't care we're not risking it like no Jill it feels bad but I like Jill I would probably in- invite Jill I like Jill I support it I support it all right we're moving into New Jersey Teresa or Melissa Oh, Melissa. Yes. Melissa. I like Teresa That's better okay. on a housewives because I do think she's she can't be fake because she just can't keep up with her own lies. But Melissa as a guest, I think would actually be really fun, but like also kind of classy. I would want to hang out with Melissa. Like she's a fun girl. Mm-hmm. The husband can stay home now. Not him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is Dolores or Marge. Oh, that's so tough because I actually have like a nice rapport with Marge. I really love Marge, but like Dolores is just dynamite, right? She? Like she's oh. insane, amazing. I just love yeah. her. I would definitely. That might be the one time I have to pull a both. I'm like, I'm just gonna invite both. In. Okay, oh. I would be not mad at either. I would want either one to come. I love them both so very much. Well, hopefully they both come. I mean, in a dream world, right? <laughs> Right. Okay. Th- this one is this one is the wives can't make it. So Joe Ooh. Gorga or Joe Judice? <laughs> oh boy, Judice, because Gorga would probably like run around being like, 
Uh, who's the man in the relationship? Like, oh so my take him god! Because he just can't not be misogynistic. Judice yes. at least used to love the shit out of um, Kathy's cousin Rosie. He mm, used to yes. love her, yeah. so I at least know he'd be cool on that front. And he would just be like, really. Joe's actually like really quiet. He only used to really be like a dirtbag to his brother-in-law and what? Teresa. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> much it. That's true. I miss Rosie. He's like a kind of chill guy in Italy now, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on to OC. We won't stay here too long, but we've got two pairs. So first one, Bronwyn or Shannon? Bronwyn, because I we're actually friends. I like her so much. Oh I know gosh. she's tough on the on TV. Yeah, I actually did. I just did something with her. It's going to come out in June for Pride Month. But like, I like her. She's oh, really amazing. fun. If anything, I'm actually inviting her to my wedding for real. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I don't think she can come unless she's unemployed by Bravo. But like, so I'm like, I want her to be employed, but I don't think they can, any of them can come to these type of things. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's a little bit too like skewed one way or the other. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think she'd ever be able to come, but I would absolutely invite her. I love her. I first and to be told fair, her Shannon that I got probably have a nervous before breakdown. I told the internet. Shannon would probably have a nervous yep, breakdown exactly. about something and would cause a scene. Bronwyn has to come. Like, she's gay. Like, that's the thing. She's the first yeah. gay housewife. She like, would support you so much. She has yeah. to come. She, like, literally just met my fiance the other day over FaceTime. Like, it's, she has to come. Oh, I would want amazing. her to come. Shannon, Fingers crossed she makes it. Shannon and would, I And I put this one yeah. in there because I knew you guys were tight. Because you've done a couple stuff with her before, yeah. I know. And you were, you were the one who was coming out on Instagram when all the stuff was coming out about her. And you kind of gave the other side of what was going on. And it was always really nice to see kind of that inside scoop about yeah. what was going on with Brahman. It made me take a second look about, you know, this is all going on on the show, but this is kind of what's really going on behind the scenes. So it's thank tough. You for that. Yeah. Like I abs, I absolutely, I, I could not imagine trying to do this. I know I drank a lot when I was repressing my sexuality and I was in college. I know I drank. I used to take shots before I got in the car to go home with my mom. Like I didn't drive, but like before I would get in the car with her because I'm like, I don't want her to see me. I felt like it's so much anxiety and that's just coming out to my parents. She has children. Yeah. Like, I yeah. could not imagine the guilt. I felt guilty. Like, I couldn't imagine. So I absolutely know that there's a lot going on there. And Shannon would just be like, where's the cream cheese for the salmon? And I'd be like, girl... <laughs> Get some taste. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then the second this is one. This sushi. Oh, thank, thank you. God, Shannon. Um, next one. Vicky or Tamra? <laughs> oh, Tamra. Because at least she's like performatively activist right now. Like she's like, get rid of racist Kelly doll. Like, okay, do you know who your son is? But oh, thank you. I definitely would go Tamra because she's at least... She's fun in a lot of ways, and I don't know. I, I like if of the two, I like her vibe better. Vicky's like extremely pretentious too, and like very exclusive. And I just don't want her to be rude to anybody at the wedding. You want to hear Vicky whoop it up in the corner, like you don't want to hear like an echoing of her whooping it I up. I don't by the buffet. You don't want to do that. Or like going like gagging, like if me and my when me and my fiance eventually kiss and we're married, she'd be like, oh, you know. And I'm like, okay, you can go actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh very aware. I love you it. are. You know. All right. We only have three more uh, franchises. So we'll get through them pretty quick. So I just want to let you know the next one is Atlanta, and there's only one for this one: Candy or Portia. 
Candy, she got money. I'm sorry. Mm, and Portia, oh, yeah. I don't know where her head is at these days. So we're disconnected. So Candy, she would write a very, she would give a, a very good gift, something like really good. Or uh, like a, she threw an entire bachelor party for Cynthia. Are you kidding me? Maybe she would throw one for you. <laughs> Do you want to go to the I'm dungeon? Just saying, I mean, she, she does some lavish things for her friends. So I'd invite Candy. Great. Good choice. All right, we're going to move to Vanderpump Rules, and I have two for this one. The first one is the Battle of the Mamas, Sheena or Lala? Sheena, I love Sheena. I just love her. I've always been Team Sheena. She'd look great, too, I feel like. This one is the Battle of the Boys, Tom or Tom? Tom Sandoval or Tom Schwartz? Oh, uh, I'm not the the Schwartzy lover like everybody else is. I'm not either. I think that he's a grown ass man. Thank you. He's grown. A lot of this shit is weird. Like, it's like you, you forgot to conveniently mail off your license for a year. Okay. Sandoval. Absolutely. Because he takes things seriously. I think he'd like be the bartender at my wedding. He'd be like so fun about it. He'd like get behind the bar and be like, I'm going to do it. And he would just like have a ball and make some bomb cocktails. Like, so outlandish. And he takes it seriously. And he has like a really good heart. I really love him. Yes. Completely agree. I think that's the better choice. And then we'll close out with Summer House. Summer House, we've got Kyle or Carl. Um, I like Kyle. I've always liked Kyle more. I think Carl is has given me too many years for like for this to be his redemption season. It's just been too many years of like not great. And the only reason to me, I thought he was great this season outside of his, you know, his brother passing away, which I don't think that I think he was great before he came and that happened. But the only reason why is because he basically has already slept with everybody in the house. There's no one else to play. So time to work on himself. I like Kyle. (laughs) He actually switched over like he went from player to seriously committed. And now he's like trying to run a business and get married. And I like that for him. That's the energy I need at my wedding. Yes. Yes. Adults only. And then the last one, Lindsay or Amanda? Um, oh, that's tough. I actually like both of them a lot. Amanda just got a backbone, but Lindsay's always had one. I, <laughs> Amanda, because maybe Lindsay would be too opinionated like about things. She'd probably be like, oh, I like this, but I wouldn't want, or she'd be like, I want this for my wedding. Or, but you're not like getting married. Like Amanda, at least me and her could like bounce ideas off each other or something. Totally. I love that. Well, thank you for playing the game. It was so much fun to play Married thank with Monty you. with that you. That was so fun. I'm, I, I hope all these people actually do get invites to your wedding and they all come. I think you should definitely <laughs> listen back and invite the invites Just now. send out the invites. If, if only you get a gift, hey, it would still be great. But I think you should definitely try. I'd love to. But I want to talk about Summer House because we didn't talk about Summer House. And I want to get your final thoughts before we move yeah. into our final Bravo Bestie segment, which we do every episode of Bravo Buddies. So for Summer House, I want to know your thoughts on the Hannah of it all. The Hannah and Des, the mm-hmm. Hannah at the reunion, Hannah leaving. I feel like it's a Hannah heavy news cycle, but I want to know your thoughts yeah. on what's going on in the house. I do think she was probably... I don't believe she was let go. Everybody else does. I don't think she was because chat room got renewed. And unless they weren't going to do that, unless she didn't have that security, I don't think she would have left this show. I think she would have begged and pleaded. And I also think it's just too early. They normally do not give contracts out that soon after a reunion, especially not for that show. If Atlanta hasn't gotten contracts yet, they're not doing it for Summer House. Okay, so Mm. I think she was like she feels empowered because she has chat room, her new stand up tour and her fiance. So in her mind, she 
she's winning. And I think there's a level of delusion there <laughs> that Thank she you. thinks that she came out a martyr. And that's why she was so genuinely surprised when she got to the reunion and everyone was mad at her. And she just cried a lot. It was just a lot of crying. And it's nothing wrong with crying, but like cry with some level of awareness. Like, why are you crying? Yes. Yeah. She was just, I think she was just scared. So she was only anything she knew what to do is cry. And I think yeah. she was also using it as a defense mechanism in some senses. And it was like, if you've made all these decisions and you've said all these things and you've done all these things, take a little bit of accountability and own, you know, like even Paige was sitting there being like, yes. just say you're sorry. Just own up. Just say you're sorry. Kill yeah, this. Paige looked so over it. And people are like, okay, but so what does this mean for Giggly Squad? But they have to remember winter house, summer charm, whatever, had already completely <laughs> filmed without Hannah and with Paige. So whatever yeah. it, there is uh, potential wise with Paige, they already saw it. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter. Like it's already been separated for at least one full season of a show she didn't get invited to. Yes. So yeah. I think that Hannah on the show came across real it was really tough. She definitely gaslit a lot, but a lot of it I still can see in a lot of people. I genuinely even though I'm around the same age as Hannah and I don't act this way, I can see so many of my friends acting like her. So uh-huh. when you look at someone like yeah. Kyle who is what 40 almost and someone like Hannah, of course he's going to think she's uh, like she's being nuts and he's not going to have a lot of patience for her because most people wouldn't pass 26. Like yes. Most yeah. of us would be like when we're around 30, we're like okay, we're going to just let it go. But at Hannah's age and the people she surrounds herself with, I can see why she's like, I don't understand why people don't like me and I'm stuck here and she just feels stuck and like the victim all the time. And I get it. I I don't love it and it looks really bad, but she's also really young and she just wants someone to take interest in her. A lot of it makes me feel like, I wonder if she didn't like had some kind of like body dysmorphia or something like as she was young especially she was talking about how her dad was constantly like on her about tennis and being good and being better yeah. and things i wonder if her like physicality ever made her feel different because it seems like she just wants the 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 hot guy to like her back yeah especially someone who's yeah. best friends with Paige. i think hannah is gorgeous i just think that Paige is like it's almost undeniable how pretty Paige is like it's not really yes. that much that it's not really um, debatable. So she's just like a naturally gorgeous person and has a good personality. And I just wonder if a part of Hannah's identity is just wanting the hot guy who she thought was interested in her to still be interested in her. And yeah. that, and, and weirdly, I don't agree with most of what she did. And I think she definitely imagined a lot of it. But I also think Luca's a fuckboy. So I get why she would want to believe. Yeah. Yes. If you're having any kind of sex with her, I'm sure she was going to go nuts. I mean, it happens. So I just think that he's trash and she's trash, but they just don't work out together. <laughs> yeah. That trash don't mix. I'm sorry. No. Nope. Sadly. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's really weird because I actually think that Sierra deserved the 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 breakdown that Hannah had. Yeah. Like, Hannah, like he's calling yes. me and Sierra's like, no, he's actually, and she just didn't care because she's a nurse in a pandemic and she had bigger fish to fry. But when she revealed to Andy, oh yeah, he like got back with his ex and ghosted me for eight months and then tried to call me all hours of the night for about a couple months. I'd be like, oh, I was more like, oh, Sierra's the victim here. Like she's yeah, the one who actually 
Yeah, he's going back and forth. And, you know, like, and Lindsay is like, oh, well, it's not mixed signals. I'm like, it actually kind of is because she's shutting it down and he's not respecting it. And he's telling her, I respect it. We're friends. And then he's not respecting it. So it's like making her feel like the bad guy. You give me flowers, but like we eight months? Honey. Like, yeah. I'm please. excited to see. I'm excited to I see think... Sierra and Paige without Hannah in the winter house because I they were start. It started. To, I think that'd be great. I got nervous for them because they were aligning themselves with Hannah, and I don't think they were able to see what we were all seeing. So it's, I'm excited to have them get their own stories more fleshed out, and their and, own moments. Yeah, their own yeah. moments yeah. in the new house, and hang out with Lindsay. I would like to yes. see them hang out with Lindsay more. I would like to see Sierra and Lindsay. I really, really believe they could get along. Sierra is very much so a real person who seems like goal and like goal oriented and like has a job. And Lindsay really respects that in people, you know, employment. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Employ- you know, being employed. She's very a job. much she's vi- yeah she's very much vicky like back in the day vicky like if you didn't have a job she like, didn't respect you so she would really like sierra i feel like and i feel like that would be a good fun time i'm excited to see winter house southern charm or whatever it's called it's winter house charm love i don't know whatever they it's named not it great. It's, it's and it's the official title right summer house winter it's charm. Like, I think winter so. house yeah that's it summer house winter charm and it's it's not great not great. No, thank you. I'm more excited for the other shows coming, especially the old lady gang show, which I know will be amazing. Um, oh, I'm yes. We're talking Atlanta based VPR. I'm into it. Yes. I'm ready. All right. We're at the final segment before we close out with you, Monty. And we've had so much fun, but we want to know. We asked this of all of our guests. Yes. I know it's only episode two, but we will be asking everyone. So you're the second to do it. But. <laughs> We are asking who would be your Bravo besties. You want to say X person needs to be my Bravo bestie because, and you'll explain why you think you and this person deserve to be Bravo besties. It could be anyone in the Bravo verse. Um, Andy Cohen needs to be my Bravo bestie because as much as I would love for it to be any other housewife or something, I need it to be someone who can make real change because, Mm -hmm. honey, we got to talk. Like, (laughs) we need to talk. His radio interview where he was talking about, like, why people don't like Kelly Dodd and him thinking it had to do with COVID, I just wanted to be like, oh, honey, that's not it. Oh, Not no, it. baby. No. Let me help. Like, and I genuinely think that he could be, he seems like a fun person. And I actually love him in reunions lately. It's been funny. Like the whole, like he can be a little shady and I kind of like, everybody else hates it when he's like biased or like picks a side. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I want more I of it. I am like, get into it. Get in I it. love it. I'm like, oh, he is so sick of you. <laughs> and I would love to gab with him, like, just about, like, he's like, okay, look at this one. She's going to, te- I know she's going to text me as soon as this episode is. Look, it- oh, there she is. And I, I love it. I want to know his inner thoughts about these women because you know, all these personalities having his phone number, huh, that is tough. <laughs> his phone must be ringing off That's the wild. hook all day. It's got to be. Think- I think this is the best. I mean, it's only the second one, but this is the best Bravo best you could choose. I didn't even think about Andy Cohen when I was making this mm-hmm. like thing. I was like, oh, it's always going to be a housewife or, you know, someone from the past, like who even knows, like NYC prep, someone, someone from below Andy deck Cohen is really <laughs> cutting to the top. I am just I'm amazed. Yeah. And impressed by your brilliance and thought process for this. And I think <laughs> you chose the best one. 
why climb up when I can just fly to the top? I'm just going to go up there exactly. and just land. That's the way to go. <laughs> Well, Moni, we want to thank you so much again for coming on to Bravo Buddies. It was such a blast to have you and get your insight into everything. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. We will have you back again in the future. You are phenomenal. It was an honor and a privilege to have you. Please. I want more time with you. I love it. We want, I want to pick your brain on so many more things, but we don't want to keep too long. And we want to make sure that you have the rest of your day ahead of you. Cause I know you've got a day. So we want, yes. to, we want you to get out, honey. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be, you've told us it's going to be a, a, a long day, but we want you to plug anything, plug your show, let people know how to find you. We want to make sure that everyone can follow you and listen to you because you deserve it because you're so incredible. Oh my gosh, thank y'all so much for having me. I truly had so much fun. Um, you can find me uh Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash mixing with Moni for the same thing. I do hot topics every week. I do cover The Bachelor and The Bachelorette when that comes on on the Patreon as well. Oh, amazing. Since I know that audience is split, but I, I like all trash TV. And I actually think The Bachelor <laughs> and The Bachelorette is 10 times better because of it. Like, they are all so crazy. It's nuts. Like, it's the weirdest show ever. And I love watching it, like, facetiously. Like, it's not real to me. So I cover that. And I'm doing a rewatch and rewind um, series where I'm going back to the very first episode first season of each bravo franchise and just going in blind like no context and nothing no follow-up and we just really recap what we saw what happened and bring people back to that nostalgia of like why we love these shows why we, this show made it big or didn't you know what is the real reason like what is it behind these these you know gems and um yeah there's merch and other things anything to pay for this damn wedding it's all in the bio or something <laughs> so <laughs> Well, go buy the merch so she can pay for hashtag this damn wedding, y'all. And make sure you give her a listen. (laughs) Go support her Patreon. Follow her on all the socials. Once again, Moni, thank you so much. It was so wonderful to talk to you today. Thank you again for having me. I had so much fun. This is so much fun. You guys have a great show. Thank you. Thank you. So do you. So we're so happy you could join us. And we will talk to you soon. And thank you, you, listeners. We've mentioned it all. Bye. Bye. Bye.